Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host Dave and Dave. This is episode 18 where we are going to be looking at the 2020 shortened season Phillies outlook and what the Phillies need to do in order to have a good 2020 shortened season if indeed we do have one. So uh, Dave, the first question I will pose to you is what players do you think the Phillies need to perform well in order for the team to do well? Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious um, some of the players that the Phillies need to do well. Uh, first, I think Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler to lead the pitching staff. Um, even, you know, guys in the bullpen, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, JT Ramuto, I think, needs to have a good season with the fielding again and, and uh, as well as hitting. Bryce Harper needs to step up uh, once again and, and be that leader as he was last year. And then I think the other two are Reese Hoskins and Andrew McCutcheon, um, because Reese had a down year last year, and that affected the team, and Andrew McCutcheon was hurt. That also affected the team. So if those uh, five or six guys can step up, uh, the Phillies could really, I think, do well in a 2020 shortened season. Right, and I think that Gene Segura is another guy that really needs to step up. He had a down year last year. Even though it wasn't a terrible offensive year, uh, it wasn't his best, and it wasn't uh, you know, great in terms of, you know, the high standard that not only we hold him to, but himself. And so, you know, I mean, he looked good in spring training. He put on some muscle. Uh, he stopped drinking from what he said, and he's taken some really good lifestyle habits into, uh, he's, he's pretty much incorporated them into his life. So, uh, really, he looks like he's going to do better. And yeah, he, he is one of the pieces that, in my opinion, uh, needs to do better in order for the Phillies to find that success and hopefully make it to the playoffs, along with, of course, the players that you said, like Romuto, uh, Harper, Hoskins, uh, McCutcheon. And, you know, like, I want to talk about Noel a little bit. He didn't exactly have a bad season last year, but it wasn't anything like his 2018 Cy Young. Uh, well, not that he was a Cy Young, but, you know, he came third in Cy Young voting that season, and he had just a great year. And so... You know, these are just some players that obviously either need to maintain their success or need to improve upon what they did last year to try and help the team a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't agree more. I think you're going to need to see players like Nola and Wheeler carry the pitching staff. Um, And even we'll talk about the bullpen, as I said, in a little bit. But the next question I think that I'll kind of add in here and you can answer and then I'll chime in is, How will the Phillies do? Well, if you haven't heard, they have proposed another East division different than the NL East, um, different than just playing the Braves, the Nationals, the Mets, and the Marlins. Instead, they proposed a new East division where the Braves are not in it, and the Yankees are actually in it. My question to you, Dave, is that the Phillies have to play the Yankees. I don't know if this division will be, you know, for real, but just pathetically, as been rumored, how will the Phillies do against the Yankees? that they have to play them a lot in in a shortened season. Well, the thing that I really look forward to is, you know, the battle between Harper and Judge, who's the better right fielder. You know, I mean, you have everyone, well, not everyone, but you have a lot of Yankees fans that say, Judge is the best outfielder in all baseball. He's the best right fielder. He plays the best defense. He has the best uh, home run swing. You know, he has the best power. But you know what? Like, I, I feel like Bryce Harper can play comparable to Aaron Judge in terms of his offensive performance. And, you know, I feel like they both have great arms. And I feel like they can both compete against each other in that category. So uh, it's going to be really fun to watch. Two humongous stars in the game 
both play right field and both going at it. So it's going to be really fun. But hey, both teams are looking to contend this year. And we're going to see whether the underdog Philadelphia Phillies can pull it off versus the Yankees. And in my opinion, I think if the Yankees are hurt, or whether, you know, the Yankees face some difficulties during the season, I think the Phillies could definitely capitalize and get some wins under their belt from the Yankees. So we'll see how things go. I definitely feel like it's going to be a pretty good matchup, except for the fact that, you know, the Yankees, well, they're called the Bronx Bombers for a reason, and they do have a better pitching staff than the Phillies. Yeah, with Garrett Cole and stuff like that. But I do think that injuries uh like how you were talking about with the yankees play a big deal and same thing injuries with the phillies to be honest with you so it should be interesting but the phillies they have talent and like you said bryce harper aaron judge you know who's better of course judge has been hurt uh, a lot recently so we'll have to see but this is one of the most important bullet points that i kind of want to talk about here is who in the phillies bullpen it's a step up in 2020 to have a good shortened season and i have a few guys but you're you're high on a few guys in the bullpen too you like some of their um you know, uh, potential. So who do you think need to step up in the Phillies bullpen to have success in 2020? Well, I would like to see more of Adam Morgan out of the bullpen. I think he's a guy that, (laughs) what? I said, I knew you were going to go there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what can I say? He's a lefty. He's a guy that needs to come out of the bullpen and have success. Of course, uh, last year wasn't his greatest year. But, um, you know, he didn't exactly have a terrible year, I'm pretty sure, um, compared to when he used to be a starting pitcher. I, do you remember those ugly days, Dave? But, um, you know, Adam Morgan, he's definitely a guy that needs to go out there, compete, and have a good year. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can have another solid year from Jose Alvarez. Maybe Alvarez can improve on his 2019 and hopefully do a little bit better. I mean, we've heard stuff about the ball. You know, the seams being a little bit higher and you know different stuff with the ball so hopefully that plays in the pitcher's favor hopefully uh they have some guys that are coming up that can really succeed i mean we have other guys like uh like jd hammer who you know they're not exactly known by a lot of the casual fans of the philadelphia phillies but these are young arms that you know can hopefully have success for the phillies and you know, I think J.D. Hammer, he has the potential to do that, but I think he needs a lot more experience, and I don't think, you know, he's going to become this premier reliever anytime soon. But, you know, it's definitely a decent year that the Phillies need to have in terms of, well, most things, but more specifically their pitching and their bullpen and hopefully not having as many injuries. Yeah, I, I really couldn't agree more. You know, I think Adam Morgan's a big piece, as you were talking about. He had a really good beginning. I don't know if that was 2018 or 2019. I think it was 20. I don't know. But he had a really good beginning of the year, one of those years. Yeah, and I remember. the guy has yeah. stuff. He has to put it together. So that should be interesting. Of course, Hector Neris. Sir Anthony Dominguez has already been slated for Tommy John surgery. I heard something that now that he's back in the United States, we're going to quarantine him, of course, with the coronavirus going on for two weeks. And they'll have one of those optional surgeries because they've actually been stopping doing those optional surgeries, and and hopefully uh, he'll be able to get that done so the Phillies can get him back early in 2021. Hopefully we can get the season in 2021 started March or April, but um, the next question we have here is, will the Phillies have a good 2020 season? The Phillies are known to do better in sprints and marathons. It's been proven, well, it's kind of been seen over the past couple years of the Phillies. They sprint out well. Once they hit those later months of July, August, and September, 
begin to uh as august the hot uh what are, what are they called the dog days of summer or something yeah like that's that. right that's right yeah, yeah the stories are like dogs once they hit august they just slump over and it's too hot for them but how do you think they'll do in, in a in a sprint rather than a marathon because this season will look like it will be like a sprint well in my opinion i think the phillies are going to do a lot better i mean when you look at guys like scott kingery he's already said uh last year i believe that, you know, switching positions all the time does become tiring. You don't know how you should prepare for a certain position before the game because you don't exactly know where you're going to play all the time. So uh, Scott Kingery is one of those guys where you need to stick him at, you know, one or two positions and have him play, you know, and, you know, having to prepare different ways can get you tired. So I, I respect Scott Kingery and, you know, how he feels about playing multiple positions. I mean, and of course, he's going to play wherever you want him to play, but you don't want to tire him out. And I think Scott is one of the links to the team that if he decides, you know, he's tired and he kind of lets go, he kind of slacks because of his fatigue, then the rest of the team starts to cave in. And he's one of those guys that needs to hold strong. He needs to be utilized correctly. And when he is, I think the Phillies are going to find more success. Um, and, you know, you, you depend on Reese Hoskins, too. I mean, he's a middle-of-the-water guy that needs to drive in runs. And so, you know, if you can have a, a consistent Reese Hoskins or at least a more consistent Reese Hoskins that can hit the ball, uh, hit home runs, drive in runs like he was doing in the first half of 2020, I mean 2019, uh, then you're going to have success. I mean, it, it's going to happen. And then you have guys like Jake Arrieta to get onto the pitching side that, you know, he needs to have a good year. I mean, 2019 for him was pretty injury plagued. I mean, he had the bone spur, which you know, bothered him through and through. So, and I believe it was his knee the year before that. So he's definitely had some injury plagued seasons that hopefully he's passed now. I mean, he said that he feels really good. And JT Romuto said that his cutter has looked the sharpest that it's ever looked. So, I mean, th that's, you know, something good that we get from Jake Arrieta. But you know, as spring training starts, don't exact, they're not exactly indicative of how well, you know, his stuff plays. And so hopefully we see that in the regular season or in spring training part two. How about you, Dave? What players do you think need to step up in order for the Phillies to have a good 2020 season? I mean, when we talked about this uh, earlier, I don't really want to backtrack too much. But yeah, I, I agree with you about Jake Arrieta. Um, that was a bad contract that the Phillies signed, you know, especially trying to go in this there's sprint now marathon. Maybe it's different rather than a marathon. It's sprint now. Um, but yeah, Jake Arrieta, I remember one or one game last year towards the end before he got shut down due to injury, he's facing the Giants. And it actually, I, but it, it led the inning. Like Jake Arrieta, I think, walked the bases loaded. No joke against the Giants. And Nick Pavetta comes in and gives up a hit to Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith. If you don't know who Will Smith is, there's a Will Smith Dodger on the catcher. And no, it's not Will Smith, the guy uh, from Philadelphia. You know, not him. But <laughs> it's the Will Smith that is a pitcher for the Giants, a bullpen pitcher. Guy gets a hit, blows the game open, Phillies lose. So Jake Arrieta has for sure been a bad contract. But he, I think that he needs to step up. If they're going to have a good 2020 season in a sprint, again, that's what we're trying to get out of here. It's a sprint, not a marathon. So that's, that has to happen. The last bullet point that we have to talk about today is how does the fact that no fans are allowed in any stadium, at least for the foreseeable future, if the economic proposal gets set it out, how does that play into the atmosphere and feelings of 
Citizens Bank Park, which we talked about in the last podcast. Shameless plug, check it out. The players. How does that, you know, affect the players, the feelings, the atmosphere of no fans? Because players have been known to say that they perform better with loud and busy fans, of course, something that Philadelphia has a lot. Right. And, you know, guys like Bryce Harper, they feed off of that. That's their fuel to be able to play. It's their motivation is to be able to perform in front of the fans that they love. And um, I I don't know. I mean, it has its two sides to it. Um, but, you know, the crowd obviously fuels players and maybe some of the younger players get a little nervous in front of the crowd. And I could totally, re- you know, I, I can respect that. And so maybe without uh, the crowd there, maybe the players have some pressure off of their shoulders to perform and maybe they can just play the way that they want to play, you know, and hopefully have success that way. And so I'm hoping that that is the case. Hopefully, you know, I mean, and I don't think Brace Harper is really, you know, pressured to, you know, do good. I don't think that really affects him anyway, if indeed that is the case. But, you know, there's probably other players on the team that way. Like, I know, Hazley, he did pretty good last year with the crowd around him. And, you know, starting off, he wasn't like great in his first few at bats, but he started to pick it up. And I think maybe if the crowd's not around, then guys like Hazley or other players could hopefully improve. But I think that the crowd's needed. I think you need to get acclimated to that atmosphere, especially in a city like Philadelphia, because you're going to have to hear that banter. You're going to have to hear the crowd yelling all the time because that's Philly. We are relentless. There is a crowd to be had, and that crowd needs to be pleased. And that's why we went out and we got our free agent guys. And, you know, it's just guys are going to need to get acclimated to that. And that's basically the end of the story, you know. But it's going to feel different for sure without the... um without the crowd there and there's going to be less life at the ballpark but you know what as as long as it's broadcasted or on the radio and I could listen to it or watch it I'm fine with it but you know what I think at the end of the day as long as these players are getting you know positive reinforcement from fans on social media like hey you you did great today we really appreciate it uh, you know we're glad you had you know you put the team on your shoulders today and carried us through and extras, you know, that type of stuff. I think that that's really going to help the players to really consider like, wow, you know, like these players really are here for us, even when they're really physically not, you know what I mean? So there, there's still ways that they, that the uh, players can be motivated. And I don't think social media will fail in any aspect of doing that besides, you know, of course the physical aspect. What do you think, Dave? Social media is a big part. Of course, like you said, with positive reinforcement, I mean, also, I, I was watching the KBO um, the other day, and they had stuffed animals in the stands, um, like a plush SpongeBob, a plush whatever. Yeah, that was really funny to see. I mean, maybe American teams do something like that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, the fans are a big part, and hopefully, you know, players are still able to perform, especially players like Bryce Harper, and uh, you were talking about Adam Hazley a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about something. I mean, that's pretty much it that we have for that segment of the podcast. Again, looking at the 2020 shortened season Phillies and their outlook. But I just want to say that I've been reading, uh, I'm actually on chapter four of the Roy Holiday book titled Doc. It's by Todd Zalecki, who is uh, the Phillies beat writer. Does a lot of the writing for the Phillies. It's a very good book. So if you're a Phillies fan, I forgot to mention it in another podcast. If you're a Phillies fan or not a Phillies fan, Holidays was one of the greatest pitchers of this generation. So you do want to check that out. Um, and, you know, I, I think I got it, you know, forget how much it was. But you should go check it out. 
and uh, you know read into it. And, and like I said, Todd Zalecki is a great writer, really about the life and legacy of Roy Holiday. And that's pretty much it for me. Again, the draft will be tomorrow, um, uh, which we're filming this on 6-9-2020. And actually, I believe this podcast does go out um we're trying to record many podcasts in one day but when this podcast does go out the draft will already be over well the first round maybe even the second round i don't really know we're planning for this to go out you will be able to see who the phillies will take so uh we'll talk about that one time and also um check out major league talk on i know this a lot but check out major league talk on instagram and youtube that's dave's alternate channel uh does a lot of good baseball content i'm really good at it and go say hello that we sent you and we're gonna probably set up some socials for this podcast eventually too uh but once again i just want to thank all the healthline uh, workers and all the frontline workers the healthcare workers um and everyone who's trying to keep us safe thank you to you for watching this video um this podcast keep on a video but this podcast and we have so much more to to show you guys about our baseball knowledge and love for it and we do have a very heated podcast coming up i'm excited to for it uh, we'll get into that a little bit later this week or next week, but we do have a heated one coming up, and that's it for me, Dave. So thank you to all. Yeah, that's right. We do have a heated one coming up, but uh, if you like this podcast and you like listening to it, then make sure you uh, leave a follow and listen to our previous podcast as we are posting every single weekday, or at least we attempt to do that. And uh, yeah, I would like to give a big thanks to all the frontline workers and to everyone listening to this podcast as well. Um, if you would like to say anything or contact us in any way, then make sure you go to Major League Talk on YouTube or on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, it's major underscore league underscore talk. That's where you could find me. And um, you can either direct message me or you can uh, comment and just tell me that you're coming from the podcast. And that you're a part of the podcast, oh my gosh, I can't speak, but that you're a part of the podcast crew and that you just wanted to uh, put your input in or that you just wanted to uh, say something. So uh, definitely contact me that way if you have anything to say. But thank you all for listening to this podcast. Once again, we appreciate you, the fans, the Phillies fans, moreover, for listening as well. But this has been the Morning Track Talk podcast with your hosts, Dave and Dave. 